there! Thanks for listening to the Elevate Christian Church podcast. We exist as a church to connect people with God and each other. Today's message comes to us from our lead minister and preacher, Kevin Barton. We hope this inspires you, grows you, and challenges you in your faith and your walk with Jesus. Enjoy! In August, we sold our house. We kind of went out on faith a little bit and said, you know what? Uh, we, we, we feel like the Lord has another place for us, uh, but it's not, it's not prepared right now. And so we sold our house and we, we gave away most of our possessions, our furniture, lawnmowers, things like that, uh, uh, threw a lot of it away, gave it away. Um, and we uh, moved in with our in-laws. And uh, we thought we would be there for a month or two, and uh, we were there for a little over four months. And uh, they, they worship here, and I'm not just saying that because they worship here. They were so gracious. I mean, it was just, it went, everything went swimmingly, and it, it was awesome. But there was a stress element there because what we decided to do was put everything that we had left into storage. And everyone kind of got five outfits to wear uh, your bed and your sheets and your blankets. And so for like four and a half months, we were kind of like living out of our, our suitcases. Uh, the possessions that we had left were right across the street in the storage unit there. Uh, it, was, it was packed to the gill. And on December the 3rd, we, we closed on our house. And on December the 4th, uh, we moved in. Uh, things got delayed and we didn't really get in till midnight uh, and so by the time we got in and got all the beds set up, we were beat. Uh, and we got up the next day and we did what a lot of people do when you move. You, you kind of scratch your head and you say, all right, when, where do we even start? Where, where do we begin to unpack? And so we just started to uh, find boxes and, and we started to unpack them. Uh, things that we've held on to for years and some things that we had forgotten that we owned while we were living with our in-laws. We, we started unpacking and it caused Lindy and I uh, to kind of take a walk down memory lane. And, and as we unpacked, there, there were some things that we retained, some things that we held on to that we wanted to keep. But then there were some, some things that we, all, we released, we, we let go of, and then there were some things that caused us to remember. And so as we enter into New Year's here, uh, th this, is a, this is the time of the year more than any other time where we begin to do a lot of reflection. There's a lot of self evaluation. We begin to kind of think about the year that we just have, we just went through and the year that we're, we're coming into and we try to recalibrate, we try to recommit. Uh, how many of you have made New Year's resolutions already? All right. One, I don't make them because I never keep them. Uh, but for the two of you that did, I'm praying for you. I hope it works out, right? But that's what we do, right? We, we, we try to kind of attempt to clean out the old year last year and make room for 2022, this fresh start, this new year. And so as we do that, I want to encourage you. There are some things you need to retain. But there are also some things you need to release, and then there are some things that we need to remember. And so with that in mind, uh, we're just going to look at a very short passage of Scripture today. We're going to be in the book of Colossians chapter 3, 
And I'm going to go verses 1 through 4, and then we're going to kind of back up and, and talk about what we read. So if you have your Bibles, Colossians chapter 3, and we'll pick up in verse 1. The Apostle Paul writes these words. If then you have been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things that are above, not on things that are on earth. For you have died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. You know, as I read these verses and I think about 2020 into 2021 and now into 2022, I find that these verses, verses challenge us as God's children to do exactly the same thing my wife and I did as we moved into our new home. As we begin to look at our lives in the light of these verses, I believe the Apostle Paul is challenging us to retain some things, to release some things, and to remember the rest. And so with that in mind, that's going to be kind of our rough outline as we go through uh, our sermon this morning. So let, let's talk about the, the first thing. There are some things for 2022 that, that must be retained. Uh, as Lindy and I unpacked, we, we found several items uh, in these boxes that were important to us. We didn't throw these items away. We, we kept them because we needed them. We kept them because they were important to us. We kept them because they might be of some use to us. Like pictures of our children. Uh, we, we kept those. I have this baseball card collection from when I was a teenager. Um, we kept that. We kept sheets for our beds and blankets and forks and spoons and bowls and pots and pants. Things that we knew that we would need. We kept them because we needed them. So think about the spiritual side of this, in, the, in this spiritual sense, in this metaphor we're using this morning. Paul is telling us that there, there are some precious spiritual possessions that we would do well to hang on to. If you back up and you go to verse 1, Paul says, If then you've been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above. Now, you know me, I have never claimed to be a Greek scholar, uh, and I'm not. I have to look, look this stuff up. Uh, the word seek there, in the Greek, it's a verb, and it's in the present aorist tense, the imperative mode. I have no idea what that means. It's just something to make us, the rest of us who, who aren't scholars, feel bad. Uh, but I kind of get the gist of it. What it means is, is that this is a continual seeking the things that are above. It's not just, hey, I'm going to set aside some time in my day to, to seek the things that are, above, that are above. It's this continual, perpetual movement to always be thinking about heavenly things. And what's interesting is verse 1 tells us to seek the things that are above. And then in verse 2, it instruct, instructs us to set our minds on things that are above, to constantly be thinking about that. We're told to focus our thoughts on heavenly things, not on earthly things. We're to set our minds on the things that God would have us do and the things that bring glory to him. And so as you enter into the year 2022, 
uh, there are some things that you should seek to retain. There are some things that you want to keep. All right? And, and they're not hard to identify, I don't think. Like your faith. Your faith in Jesus Christ is something that you want to retain. Keep trusting in the Lord. Our love. Loving people like Christ would have us love them. We keep on serving and honoring God. Keep thinking about heaven and, and how great it'll be when we get there. Keep seeking God. You know, we want to retain our prayer life. We want to retain reading his word. We want to keep our focus and our hearts on the Lord. What would 2022 look like in your household if everyone just dwelled on things that were heavenly, on things that were above? You know, how it would look in my life, if, if I continue to, to dwell on the things that are, that are from above, I would be a better father, no doubt. I would be a better husband. I would be a better friend. I would certainly be a better pastor. All right, so what would it look like if you began to constantly and continually seek the things that are above? See, these are the things that we retain in 2022, these things that build, these building blocks of our faith in Jesus Christ. But then there are some things that must be released. As Lindy and I unpacked, man, we, we had already purged four months earlier, um, but we found, we, we found several items. We came across these items that, man, they just had to go because we don't have a garage now, and, and I didn't realize, you know, we never parked our cars in our garage. That's where everything else went, and I didn't have room for everything else. So we began to just, like, systematically purge things. Man, I made so many trips to the Douglas County landfill. Uh, while I was on sabbatical, I felt like I worked for the sanitation department because every day I was bringing a pickup truck load of stuff that we didn't want anymore, that we didn't need anymore, stuff that we released. All right, so think about our spiritual lives. I think the same thing is true. As you enter into this new year, there, there's some things that you may need to let go. There, there's some things in our lives that try to attach themselves to us, and they're just plain trash. And those things need to be kicked to the curb. And th those things simply don't have a place in our lives if we're focusing on things that are above. Listen to what Paul says in verse 2. He says, set your minds on things that are above. Those are the things we retain, not on things that are on earth. Those are things that we release, that we let go of, that we discard. So I want to ask you to ask a question of yourself as we begin the new year. What do I need to release? What do I need to release? What earthly things do you need to let go of in 2022? For, for some of you, it may be fears. It may be these just irrational fears. I mean, culture is, has changed over the last couple of years with this pandemic. And, you know, it's, it's good again, and then it spikes up. And so a lot of people just have these fears. And listen, I'm not telling you not to be cautious or wear a mask or, or you, you do what you want. I, this is not a church that tells you how to vote, what to watch, what music to listen to. Uh, I'm not telling you to, to, to not be concerned. But what I'm saying is so much fear has set in on, on some people it has absolutely paralyzed them. Man, that, that needs to be released into the hands of the Lord. 
For, for others, it may be doubts. Uh, you, you doubt your abilities. You, you doubt your relationship with God. You doubt that, that God could even save you. Uh, I, I went through last year, uh, it seems like it was last year, but it was really last month, um, th- this, this period of doubt, I spoke to you about it, where, where I felt like, man, I don't feel like the Lord's speaking to me. I doubted myself as a pastor. I doubted myself as a preacher. I mean, during this sabbatical, I had to release that to the Lord. And, and I, I'm telling you, it, it works. It works. Now, I'm a little rusty today because I haven't preached in like six weeks. But, it, you know, I just released it to the Lord. For, for some of you, maybe you need to release some hate or some anger, or some bitterness. There's a lot of hate, there's a lot of anger, there's a lot of bitterness going around. Maybe the Lord's instructing you to, to, to release that. I, I dare say for many of us, maybe you need to release your past. Like, you've been a Christian for 20 years and you still don't really believe you're saved. You still really don't believe that God can redeem you. You, you, you say to yourself, man, the things that I've done, the places that I've been, the, the people I hung out with, there, there's no way that I can be saved. Man, release, get rid of that stuff. Take it to the landfill. Tell God to take the trash out because that is a lie from the pit of hell. No matter who you are, what you done, where you've been, the sins in your past can and will be forgiven through the redemptive blood of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. For for some of us, it's releasing the past. Or perhaps there's a sin in your life, right? It's the same addiction. It's the same habit. It's the same road that you go down, and every January you say, I'm not going to do this anymore. And, and you think by your own white knuckling and your own power that you can overcome that. And year after year, you can't. Release it. Give it to the Lord. Let Him take it away. For some of us, it's not things that we need to release, it's people. There's some of you in here that need to release some people from your lives. Uh, perhaps you have a boyfriend that, that uh, doesn't treat you well or a girlfriend that doesn't treat you well. They're toxic. They bring you down. They change your attitude. They change your demeanor. Every time you're around them, when you leave them, you feel hurt. Man, release that person. For, for some of you, you, you run in these circles and you've got these, these friends, but you know they're not good for you, that, that bad company corrupts good character. And for, for, for some people in here, there's a releasing in 2022 of, of people saying, listen, I love you, but I need to love you at a distance because you are too toxic for me. See, th- these things or these people who cause us to not focus on heavenly things, but rather focus on earthly things, cause us to be stuck, like our wheels spinning in the mud, and they need to be released. It's a scriptural precedent to throw things away. Did you know that? Solomon, the wisest king on earth, wrote this memoir at the end of his life, Ecclesiastes. It's a book I go to a lot, especially as I'm 50 now and kind of getting middle age, well, I'm past middle age, but getting reflective. Um, And and here's what he says in uh, Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verse 6. There's a time to seek and a time to lose. And I love this. A time to keep and a time to cast away. 
So I ask you a question to ask yourself. And you know the answer. It's going to be immediate to you because you live in your, your head and your world. What do you need to cast away this year? What earthly thing are you dwelling on? Fear, doubt, person that just needs to be removed. What do you need to release this year? See, some things we need to retain, the things that are from God and heavenly, but there's things that we need to release, these, these earthly things. And finally, there's some things that need to be remembered. Uh, as Lindy and I were unpacking, we were on like day six, because we were trying to move in, unpack, renovate, do all this at the same time. Uh, and, and we found this like large Rubbermaid tote. It didn't look any different than the, you know, the other 40 that we had. Um, but we, so we opened it up and we started kind of sifting through it. And on top, there were, there were several things that didn't matter to us anymore. They were, uh, we just, you know, I think what had happened when we moved the first time, I was just got tired of, I was like, I'm just going to put it in here, deal with it later. Well, later came and it was all this stuff that we, we, we just didn't need. And so we started filling up garbage bags. Well, the deeper we got down into that Rubbermaid tub. We, we discovered some things that really caused Lindy and I to take this, this trip down memory lane. We, we found all these pictures of our kids, you know, that we didn't take on phones. We took with an actual camera years ago. And, and there were these beautiful pictures. Man, they were so tiny. They were so young. They were so sweet. Um, you know, all, all that stuff. And it really caused us to go down memory lane. And we even found some of my wife's baby pictures in there. And we found this one picture where she had, she was like not even a year old and she won some baby beauty pageant. And I'm like, you're still my babe today. You know, you're still hot today, right? That, that, whole, that whole thing. I, I found my college degree, you know, it was stuffed in a folder down in there. It was just this, this great opportunity for us to stop and to remember the blessings of the Lord. And we started rifling through that and seeing kids and, and how the Lord kind of intertwined our lives together. And man, all we could do was just praise his name and give thanks for the blessings that, that he's bestowed our way. So there's some things that we got to remember. In verses 3 and 4, uh, Paul says this, he says, For you have died, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you shall also appear with him in glory. I always find verse 3 to be a, a, a head-scratcher for me, because Paul says, For you have died, and I'm like, well, I'm, I'm still alive, I haven't died yet. Uh, he's not talking about that. What he's talking about, when you read it in the context of Colossians, is he's saying you have died to your old way of life. You have died to sin. You, you now live a different life than you did before Christ came into your life. And I think that would be good for all of us to remember. We have a former life. Even Paul said, you've heard of my former life, how I used to hate and persecute the church. I'm not that guy anymore. You're not that guy anymore. You're not that girl anymore. I was reading about these two twin sisters, and they, uh, to say they liked to party was an understatement. Any type of party they would go to, and they would go to these elaborate parties. Uh, there was a lot of alcohol involved and a lot of drugs involved and just a lot of nefarious activities. Well, they both found Jesus Christ, all right? But they still kept getting these invitations to go to these parties. 
And they would both RSVP to, to these invitations uh, in the exact same words. He, here's what they would say. When someone invited them to this party, uh, they would RSVP on the card. They would say, we regret that we cannot attend because we recently died. And I love that. We, we've got to remember that we have died to sin. Paul says, you, you have died and your new life is now hidden in Jesus Christ in God. We need to remember that. Remember that we're hidden in Christ. We need to remember that we will appear with Christ in his glory. We need to remember that we are loved by a perfect heavenly father. So as we began digging and unpacking, you know, I was looking specifically, very specific, I was looking for one item that I had lost track of for years. Um, I, at one time, had had like a stack of 20 of these, and I just had lost them all. It, it was an item that was near and dear to me because it was from my grandfather. It was a label. Uh, he was an apple farmer and a, you know, apple orchard grower, and it was a label that he had a cider press, and we had cider that we sold from his farm, and it was the last one. My grandfather's passed away. My grandmother's passed away. Their house has been cleared out. Everything they own has been taken to a landfill. Just like I tell you, one day, no matter how precious you think your things are, your kids are going to look at them and say, I don't want that. And everything we own is going to be taken to a landfill. Everything. And so I found it, and it was in good condition. And, man, it just brought back all of these memories of my grandfather, of me walking into the cider press and getting cider straight off of the press, as fresh as you could, to my belly ached, and, and how he would just laugh at me. And it just, it just really filled my heart with a, a, a lot of positive thoughts about him because he, you know, he was my biggest cheerleader in life. And um, it, it, was, it was just awesome. Then I got a, a gift that was even more awesome than that. My dad came down uh, to help with renovations. And uh, last year when I was in Virginia, when my grandmother passed away, um, I did her funeral and uh, we went to the, the house that they lived in for like 60 years, this old farmhouse. And my dad said, do you want anything before, like, you know, before everybody comes and just takes everything? Is there anything that you want? And I said, no, not really. I'm, I don't, I don't, I'm not that sentimental, but there is one thing that when you come across it, uh, uh, I, I, want, I want Granddaddy's Bible. If you can give me his Bible, that would be great. And he said, all right, I'll, I'll, I'll try to find it. I know Grandma put it up somewhere. Uh, well, he found it, and he brought it down to me uh, when he came to visit in, uh, last month. And it wasn't just a Bible, right? I opened that thing up, and it was just filled with his handwriting just notes everywhere. And my, my grandfather dropped out of school when he was in third grade because his mother passed away and he had to work on a farm. Back, you know, times were different back then. And so, you know, it was just very basic, like almost like childlike, these, these things that he would write. And, and man, I, I waited because I knew it was going to break me up. I waited till New Year's Eve morning and I'm in there, I'm back there in the, my bedroom, just kind of like tears, you know, making sure nobody because uh, it's not manly or whatever, and, and I'm reading these things. And then, like, I came across all these little, like, little notes. And, and I thought, wow, this is awesome. But they weren't notes. What they were is they, they were these prayers. Um, my grandfather was an elder, and he would be asked to pray or do a communion 
thought, and you know, he's a farmer, he's not a public speaker, and so he would write these prayers out, and they always started with, Dear Sweet Jesus. And, and, and I read those prayers, man, and a lot of them were centered around the Lord's Supper. That was very important to him. Uh, even when he wasn't at, if he, for some reason, was on vacation and couldn't be at church, you, you were going to take the Lord's Supper. And so it was very important to him. And, man, I just read those. And I read one where I'm pretty sure I was like 16 or 17 years old, and I was like there when he read it. And so all of these memories just kind of came flooding back to me. And, and I just began to praise the Lord and thank him because, and I cannot overstate this enough, if it was not for him, I would not be up here today. If it was not for him, I would not know Jesus Christ. Now, Jesus saved me, but Vernon Barton introduced me to Jesus. And so, man, I, I read that, and it just transported me back uh, and it just brought such sweet memories because I remembered how much I was loved by him. You know, as much as he loved me, I have a heavenly father that loves me exponent, exponentially more than that. And so as 2022 arrives here, one thing I want you to remember is how much you're loved by God. So real quick. From kind of the entirety of the whole text, I just want to backtrack a little bit. And I want to close out by giving you two, two concrete things to always keep on the forefront of your mind in 2022. To always remember these, these two basic things uh, this year. Number one, we find in verse one where Paul simply says, you have been raised with Christ. Did you know that it's possible to be alive and still in the grave? That's an eerie thought, isn't it? To be alive and still encapsulated in, in the grave. I was reading about these, these poor Jewish refugees during World War II. They were trying to hide from the Nazis and, and all that was going on. And a group of them actually hid in a cemetery. And there was a, a grave that had been dug uh, but no, there was nothing there, so it was a big hole in the ground. And actually, a, a, a Jewish woman went down into that grave and gave birth to her baby. She was hoping that the, the, the earth would muffle the sounds out. Uh, and so you have a, a baby being born in, in, in the grave. Scripturally speaking, that's us. We are born into sin. We are born into death. But friends, when Jesus gave his life and when he defeated death, he lifted us up out of the grave and set us on the throne in heaven. I mean, if that is not exciting, I don't know what is. And not only has he lifted us out of the grave, but he's given us life, abundant life. So remember all year long that we have been raised out of the grave with Christ. And then the second thing that I think we would do well to remember throughout the entire year is in verse 1 where Paul says that he had been raised that Christ is we have been raised with Christ and that Christ is seated on the right hand of God. You know, I think we forget at times that scripture tells us we are co-heirs with Christ. Meaning what, what riches and what blessings are bestowed upon the Son are bestowed upon us as well. That we will literally sit on the throne, in the throne room with, with, with Christ. 
We will sit with Christ. Uh, Hubert Humphrey was a, a late senator, and he was also vice president for a stint. Um, I, I want to read a quote from Hubert Humphrey. He, here's what he said, and it's about politics. Um, he says this, quote, You must remember that in politics, how you stand depends on where you sit, end of quote. How you stand depends on where you sit. Now, of course, he was referring to the political party seating uh, arrangement in the Senate where you have Republicans on one side and Democrats on the other side. And he was saying, listen, the stands that you take depend on where you sit, which side of the aisle that you sit in. And, and I get that. But I want to steal that quote because I, I think we would do well to remember it, to apply this to our position in Jesus Christ. How we stand and how we walk and how we carry ourselves and conduct ourselves and act and react depends on where we sit. And scripture says that we are seated with Christ. Where you stand depends on where you sit. We are on the throne of Christ. And so as we kind of wind this thing down... Uh, I want to ask you a couple of questions as you think about 2022 here and you go about your business this week. Number one, are there some things in your life that need to be retained? Are there some things that you do well that, that enhance your relationship with Jesus? Maybe you've reading your Bible, maybe you're praying, maybe you've switched over to praise music. Keep those things, retain those things, dwell on those things. Or does your focus need to be adjusted a little bit? Are there some things in your life that need to be released? Are there some people in your life that need to be released? Do you need to lay those things down at the foot of the cross and say, Jesus, I can't do this on my own. Help me to release these things. And then finally, are there some things in your life that need to be remembered? Do you need to take a trip, a spiritual trip down memory lane and realize just how blessed you are because of the redemptive work of the cleansing blood of Jesus Christ. We hope you enjoyed listening to our podcast today. If you'd like to learn more about Elevate or partner with us in what God is doing here, check out our website at elevatecc.com. Until next time, God bless you and thanks again.